Both missions? Okay, Rabbi, so we're holding by Tamiya Mitzvahs, a mitzvah shviz. It's a very unusual choice for a mitzvah, which Ramban brings here. The Ramban argues with him. Ramban doesn't agree that this is uh, why he calls one of the mitzvahs. So let's see both sides of the story. The Ramban says a mitzvah shviz is Shesivado Nishaba Bishmod. When you need to get, get assure something, with Makaim something, or deny something, so then we have a mitzvah to make a shuv Hashem Hashem. That's from a pasuk. The pasuk is in Parshas Vayitzchanan or Bishmoit Nishaveh, which means you must make a shuv in Hashem's name. And the Rambam learns that it's a mitzvah deraisa. If a person needs to affirm something as being true, so you should make a shuv Hashem Hashem that it's true. If a person denies something and says it's not true, so he has to make a shuv that Hashem Hashem is not true. Now we know that making a shuv sheker is very very serious avera, even a shuv for nothing. We call shvur shav is also an avera, but when there is a need to make a shvur, so then it's a mitzvah to make a shvur b'shem Hashem. Uh, that's the one side. On the other side, to make a shvur about in b'shem something else besides Hashem is also, and therefore to be nishva, for example, malach will be nishva by the sun or anything else. So then that person can't do. So what's the what's the understanding? That's the that's the din of the Rambam. The Ramban argues, the Ramban says that what the Torah says is that a person is allowed to be Nishab Hashem Hashem, but he doesn't hold that it's a mitzvah. He does not have something rashly. And the Pasuk says that if a person needs to make a shvur, so then a shvur, the way one makes a shvur is Hashem Hashem. But we see always that the, the, the custom of tzaddikim was to try and avoid making a shvur. So what's, this, what, what's the concept of a shvur? And at the same time, let's first talk about why is it so chamur? Why is it so serious? Why is it so important to uh, make an idea of making a shvur? And at the same time, what's the chamur? What's the seriousness of making a shvur which isn't true? In other words, more than just shakir, it's more than just lying. There's a certain added element of how serious something is if a person makes a shvur and a shakir. And we know people are scared of that. That's why when Basin wants to know if something is really true, they tell the person to make a shvur. Which means it could be you just lied to base, then everything you tell us is shakir. But that's okay, make a shvur on that. Now a person will get scared, he won't make a shvur. In other words, as bad as it is to lie, which is just done, he's not going to make a shvur shakir. Why? What makes a shvur so much worse? So there's a famous Ramban that the Ramban in Pashas Matos explains the Khomer of a shvur, and it's something which is interesting, we have to understand it. And that is, uh, the Ramban quotes a Midrash, Midrash itself in his explanation. The Midrash says that if a person makes a shvur, it's being nishva b'chayei hamelech. It's like making a shvur on the life of the king. We see that that's what they used to do. For example, uh, when Yosef wants to promise the brides, he says, Chay Paroi, by the life of Paroi. Uh, that there was nishva that they used to do. The concept of a shvur in the non-Jewish world was b'chayei hamelech. Now, what's the significance of that? Or why is it, do we say sending a shvur by Hashem is the concept of Nishra B'chaya HaMelech? So, the way that they explain the Ramban, he's what he's saying, is like this. If I want to say something, so a person has the credibility of their word, how trustworthy they are, and therefore there's a certain a, a, a assumption that a person will speak the truth. But not everyone does speak the truth, as you know. Some of the people are dishonest. So therefore, that's not a, 
it's not something which necessarily is that reliable on its own. The person who's the amnestic person will tell the truth. The person who's not won't tell the truth or will talk to the truth will change into a little bit. Now, if we want something which we know that, let's say, is a higher level, that we want someone to, we want to know that this is what he thinks is true, so then we say, we want you to tell us how true you say this is. Say, so just like imagine, if you would, you, someone would give us a story and based it. And we'd say, okay, my friend, I want you to grade it. Would you say it's 100% true, 90% true, 80% true, it's 50% true, or less than that? And then let's say a person would grade what he said. You know, I'll tell you also, it's, it's 50% true. So then, okay, so then I can't trust it too much. But if I ask the person to grade something, I'd say, I wonder how true is it? 100% true. It's the truth and nothing about the truth, 100% is true. It means I'm giving it a certain, uh, so to speak, for myself, a certain chashivas of that I consider this to be something which is 100% true. Now, if we're going to take it up a step from that, and we're going to say, tell me something that you think what you just said is as correct as. In other words, something which we know for sure is true. And I said, what I said now is as true as that. You know, it's not just an example of giving a percentage and amount. That's what we call it possible. Giving something as an example of what I said is so, is so right, it's as, as posh, it's as clear, it's as 100% certain about that as they have something else. And therefore, the idea was, what, do I, what am I convinced 100% about that I'm comparing this to? So what does the person consider 100% about? So therefore, what would be used as the object of a shvur? Something that a person is convinced about completely. Then I'm convinced about completely. I'm telling you this is the same as that. I'm as convinced about this, what I just told you now, as I am about that. And therefore, even in the non-Jewish world, there are rights that if a person accepts that, let's say, that the king is all powerful in his country, so I'm saying, what I told you now is as true as that the king is in control. He's, everyone's arguing with that. We all agree 100% the king is in control. So I'm telling you now is as true as that. It's a way of showing how clear something is to me, how, how much is, is, this is correct, or I told you I know is true, as that is true. And that's the side of a shvur. The side of a shvur is I'm not adding something to what I said before. I'm just making a shvur on it. And what am I saying by shvur? Rabbi, what I just told you is as true as I know that Hashem exists. Shvur by Hashem is just like it's completely 100% obvious, clear to me that Hashem exists. So I told you now it's 100% clear and obvious to me as well. So it's a comparison, it's a hat fossil. It's comparing one to the other. And therefore, the choymer the now, that, that means that by me, what I'm just said now is so completely obvious and so completely correct that just like a Kodesh Baruch Hu exists, is 100% clear and obvious to me, this is the same. This is the same. Now, well, a person can't, uh, let's say, l- l- raise the amount of what he can tell us is trying to confirm or trying to affirm something he says is correct more than that. That's as far as it can go. That we, we say, what, what's the most obvious thing, the most clear thing to you? And that's what he used to say sometimes about themselves. I know that you're alive. It's as clear to what I'm saying now as the fact that you're alive. And therefore, when you have the notion of uh, a lot of times in Tanakh, I make a promise by your life. What it means is, it's clear to me you're alive. What I'm telling you now is as clear as that. So now, on the one hand, that's a way of confirming what a person said. But now here comes the other side. On the other hand, if a person's lying, then it works that backwards also. Which means, if that's the case, if you're saying it, this is as clear to me as that the king is alive, and just like that's true, this is true, and you're lying to me, it means you're also saying that, by, by contrast, that you're saying that I can lie about this, so that, 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 that what I said, that the life of the king is also something which isn't, which, which I don't, which isn't really true. I'm going to lie about one, 
then it compares it to lying about the other one. That's why the Ramban writes that even in the non-Jewish world, a person who would swear falsely by the king was Chayv Misa. Because really what you're saying is, is that, that just like I'm prepared to lie about this, it means that's not real either. So it's a comparison of what I consider to be absolute, what I consider to be correct. And if that's the case, if, if I'm showing this is the, the flag of this is what I consider 100% true, that's what I'm comparing what I'm saying to. If I'm saying the right thing, then that's good. I'm, I'm comparing this to the opposite. This is the real, this is what's really true. And if a person's lying, so then, as for Shalom, it's you know, saying that what I, consider, what I told you, I consider the ultimate of really true, also isn't true. I'm prepared to lie about this because it's like that, I'll lie about that also. Which is why, which is why when it comes to Shvil Shekhar, the, the Torah gives a special chomer of the Oynish Shvil Shekhar. Like we know, even though Shvil Shekhar, it should be, and it's only a latase of the Teshuvah B'Shemel HaShakir. But uh, the Pasuk the adds an extra condition. And then it's Kilo Yenaka Hashem. Hashem won't forgive a person who's Nishbar HaShakir. It's something we don't find anywhere else in the Torah. There are various and punishments, but this idea of Kilo Yenaka. Hashem won't forgive somebody. Hashem won't clean him. What? Why? What makes it so much worse? So the understanding is, the understanding is that Let's say another Avera a person does. It's, there's a certain, it's how bad it is, it's as bad as it is, but there's a certain maybe mitigating factor, something which makes it not as bad, and that is that there was some benefit the person got from the Avera, for whatever reason he did it. But over here, Ba'atsim, a person is just, so to speak, using Hashem's name as a means for something else. Which he's bets in saying that I, 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 I'm, I'm ruining the credibility in saying Hashem. If a person says, just like, this is as true to me as the fact that Hashem exists and the fact that Hashem is in charge, whatever it's going to be, and it's not true to me, so I'm just bets in using, ruining the reputation of Hashem as well, so to speak. Because if not, well, this is not true to me, that's not true to me either. That's the downside. That's the downside. Now, if you understand, that's the chisaron, that's the problem, that's the chisaron that we talk about in Shvur Shaker, White Sachamur. So now we can understand what the Ram says the other way around. What the Ram says the other way around is that that's why for Bishmoite Shaveya, to make a Shvur in Hashem's name is a mitzvah. Why? Because if what I'm saying is true, then I'm giving cover to Hashem. I'm saying the ultimate truth to me is that Hashem exists, and therefore what I'm saying is true, that's as true as Hashem exists, it's a cover. It's Kiru, I consider that the, the, the absolute. The absolute uh, first point, which is believable, which is reliable, and I'm comparing other things to that. And therefore, it says in that context, it's a mitzvah. Shemayit Shavay is a mitzvah because it's be'etzim showing how much a person considers this to be the ultimate emes. Whereas if a person would be nishba in something else, instead of Hashem, then, that, then he's considering that to be an ultimate emes. And therefore, when a person needs to make a shvah, so what does he consider the real MS that I'm going to say? What I'm saying is as true as, well, what's the best example I can think of as what's true? And therefore, to come to Hashem. To come to Hashem. That's the ultimate MS. And anything else which I'm comparing to, I'll compare to that. That's why the, the Ram calls it a mitzvah. Now, even if it's a mitzvah, obviously a person shouldn't make unnecessary shows. Why not? Because is in shows. Firstly, because it could be that a person... Uh, even without willingly doing the wrong thing, willfully making a mistake, he's forgotten something, or he hasn't got the facts completely right, and therefore it's a dangerous thing to make a shvur. 
It's a dangerous thing to make a shuk because if it turns out what he's saying isn't really true, then it's a tremendous chilul Hashem. It's, 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 so to speak, uh, de- placing doubt on the clarity of the fact that, that Hashem is Amos. But when a person has to make a shuk, like in those cases, the halach is mechayev so then you can't make a shuk in anything else. Because once you, we want you to tell us that you consider this to be completely Amos, so then you want the MS to be based on something which what do you give what do you give Hashivas to as being the real MS? And therefore it has to be Bishem Hashem. And that's the Machlaikas. Even though the Ramban agrees that the Pazak says Bishmoit Shavah, which means if you need to make a shwa, it has to be Bishem Hashem, it doesn't call it a mitzvah. If a person needs to make a shwa, that's what he has to do. But it's not a mitzvah to make a shwa. Whereas the Ramam takes it a step further. And the Ramam learns it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah because that's the way of giving cover to Hashem. I'm saying I consider this to be the real MS. And therefore, if I have to give an example of what I consider to be really emes, this is the real emes that, that a, a person is meant to make a shvur in. The ma'isa, if you're going to examine this a bit better, there are different kinds of shvurs. There's one shvur which we call shvurs based in. Shvurs adayanim or shvurs eidos, which means basically going to administer a shvur. The times when the, the, the times when the halacha is that we need to make someone make a shvur. And then in cases like that, so then, what's the, what, then the person has to make a shvur. Now, what's, what's the alternative? What's the alternative? So if sometimes in the the case is the person can choose. Either you make a shvur or you pay. Which means, if you're going to claim what you're saying, we can't argue with you. And if that's the case, if we can't argue with you, so then we're going to have to award you the case. But we want to know you telling us the truth. And therefore, we're going to make you make a shvur. And in the case like that, so the person can choose. If you want us to believe you, make a shvur. If you don't want us to believe you, so then don't make a shvur, then you're going to have to pay. That's one kind of shvur. In those cases, the other person can say that, uh, that if a person would, doesn't want to run the risk of making a shvur, shem Hashem, so then he's allowed to sh- take the option of saying, okay, you know, I don't want to make a shvur, I don't mind, I'll, I'll take the loss. <coughs> but there's some cases where the Allah is mechaifim to make a shvur. And that's because of an option. Because uh, it's not like he can he can choose to not make the shvur and and uh, and pay for it instead. Then he's required to make a shvur. The case of that, for example, is the Torah shvur. Shvur is a shemer. If a person's a shemer, he's responsible for somebody else's things. So then, there's certain cases where the halacha is just make a shvur. Shvur he didn't steal it, and the shvur wasn't pushed with or whatever it is, and he doesn't have an option not to. For example, and this was always the case which came up in Beistin, the person is responsible for money of a yasin. If uh, the guy dies and he leaves somebody as the guardian of his children's estate, and if that's the case, that person is responsible for their money. Now, the Yosna has no idea what's going on. He has no idea what accounts his father had, and who's, who's running the money, what's happening. So at some stage, the, whoever's the apotropist in charge of the money, we want him to know that he, he, he did everything correctly. He didn't steal the money, he didn't misuse the money, he wasn't careless with the money. Okay, it's a shame, man. It needs a shvur. What's he going to do? No, 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 he can't not make the shvur. What do we want to charge him for then? So there are times when the basin is mechayev shvur, and if that's the case, according to the Rambam, according to the Rambam, it's a it's a shvur deraisa, shvur sashemim. He has to say make it with shem hashem, and he's doing a mitzvah by doing that. And if he doesn't make the shvur, so where do we start? We don't we don't even know what to charge you. You were responsible for someone else's money. Well, it's not like we're arguing about a specific object, and if you don't want to make a shvur, then that would be good, or you won't get it. What's the alternative? Let's say you don't want to. That's what it doesn't do. Now, if a person's a, in a case like that, there's a shame, then he has to make a shvur. So you don't have to be the shame. So don't be the shame. Huh? So don't, don't, don't agree to be the shame. If he's a shvur, then 
the beginning or at the end? At the end. So he agreed so to be a jinn and he did all the work, and all of a sudden he said, no, I don't want to. No, you can't. Not. We don't know what you had. What do we do? Wax him? Lock him up? We'll make him make sure? Yes, make a sure. He says, no, I'm not making sure. So what then, you do what, which, uh, it's a question of what Koyach Beistin has. But, uh, become a shaman, someone else's money. But uh, that was the original thing. Now, the, at a certain stage, in time they were shown him, they, the, because of the Chomer of Shvodaraisa, so they, they are shown him, so today we don't make a Shvodaraisa anymore. We, we do something similar. That the person is Nishba on a Dover Kodesh, not on Shemashem. So on a mezuzah or on a tefillin or something else, but uh, an idea of the shvur is the same shvur. Just like I know this is a mezuzah, and this is the dava kodesh. I'm making, I'm telling you that the same amount. I'm telling you something else is true. That's not being, that's not nishvur b'shem Hashem. That's not shvur in Hashem's name, which is much more chomer. And like I said, according to Rambam, if a person saying be'emes, that's a mitzvah. That's uh, we, we've downgraded it to something which is less, so to speak, uh, has less of an onish. You're making a shvur Hashem himself is to make a shvur in something which is kaddish. Just like we can't So then, uh, again, to, because of the risk of somebody making a shvur shaker, so they downgraded the shvur altogether. Right, right. But for sure, that if, if a person, if you're talking about the Ramesses, what's the mitzvah the Raisa to do? That wouldn't be a king of the mitzvah. It's not. A, it's not bishmoit and shvur. It's not b'shem Hashem. Because it has to be something we know is true. In comparison to something I know for sure is true. Okay, so that's uh, a person could make a shvur that that, uh, that we want something more. We talk about shvur b'shem Hashem. That should be clear to you in the summarizing this. That shouldn't exist. Now, there's another kind of shvur. What we call shvur bitri, which means a shvur a person can choose to make optionally. So the person says he's going on a diet, but he has a great difficulty in not eating. Too much cake, so let's make a shvur, I'm not going to eat cake. <coughs> or a person wants to quit smoking, and let's make a shvur, I'm not going to touch another cigarette. Because it was which means the person opts on himself, like w- w- volunteers to make a shvur, no one was mechaivim to do it, but that shvur is mechaivim. Because if I say that I'm going to do something, I'm, as cl- I'm telling you that this is as clear to me I'm going to do this as Hashem is true. So then that's something which is mechaivim a person. That's something which is mechaivim a person. And that's okay, so if a person doesn't do it, so then it's a, he, he's, he's made his shvur into a shvur shaker. That's why when it comes to this, the Gemara always says that tzaddikim don't make shavuos like that. Tzaddikim don't make shavuos like that because it's too risky. It's too risky. It's something which I, which I know is I'm giving you the facts and based in. And I know exactly what happened. I'm completely convinced I'm right. So then I don't run any risk of doing something wrong. So that's the case. That might be a, a case for this mitzvah if a person would do it. But something which a person is basing on what he's going to do in the future. And uh, why did he make the shavuos? Because he wants to strengthen his resolve. I know that if I see a cigarette, I might likely smoke it. I see cake, I might eat it, whatever the case might be. So, but if I make a shvur, I want, I make a shvur, I want, oh, then the chamber of a shvur is going to hold me back. It might, but it might not. It's taking a risk. And it's not worth making that kind of risk because if it doesn't, then I just compounded my very. And why I'm saying this is uh, I'm drifting now from the halacha and time mitzvahs, which I was talking about, to some halacha the master. Because uh, I think it's, uh, it's, very, it's very negative at this point. Uh, that is, we know that there are various weaknesses people have. And uh, people struggle with, the, with whatever weakness they have. And sometimes they're mitzlech, sometimes they're not, and sometimes they rise, and sometimes they fall. And uh, always, always people look, we're always looking for ways how to make ourselves stronger, but we're not going to be nechshah. 
uh, even on a personal level, or sometimes on a communal level. There'd be a Yetzirah, which a lot of people in the Dara are suffering with the same issue, and then everyone's looking for ways to meet Chazak themselves. So, again, just drifting from the mitzvah to a practical application of it, it's you do. That one of the big uh, temptations of this Dara is everything to do with the internet or the, uh, the, the technology, whatever you want to call it. And something which people struggle with, and sometimes some people are matzlech, and some people are not so matzlech. So one organization came up with this brilliant idea, and that is people have a difficulty uh, restraining themselves from looking at things they shouldn't look at, or getting involved in uh, things they shouldn't be doing. So what's the answer? Watch it. Make a shvur that you're not going to do it. And now the chaymer of the shvur will stop people doing it. And I see even so they put out all, all kinds of literature about why it's a chash of a thing, and why it will help you to make a shvur not, not to do it. It's a big, big mistake, Rabbi said. Remember, it, 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 if, if it works, great. And if it doesn't work, so instead of having one aver of being nichshal and what a person sees, he's got a second aver of breaking a shvur. It's much, much more chomer. It's much, much more chomer. The idea of making a shvur is only if a person knows he's going to do it. If, if a person says, for example, in the Mishnah's case, a person says, shvur, I'm going to, I'm going to learn this, learn this uh, sugi today. Shvur, I'm going to eat this piece of bread. Whatever it's going to be, he makes a shvur on. It means it's something he's pretty convinced he's going to do. It's not something which is a shot in the dark and you're taking a risk on because then if you don't do it, you've got a second Easter of breaking the shvur also. And that's very chomer. That's very chomer. It's much more than just not, being, uh, not, not, not doing what you're meant to do. And therefore, uh, if a person wants to mechazek itself in something where they don't really see a very strong struggle, they just, no, no, if they push themselves, they'll do it. Okay, maybe there's a makam there to make a shvur, and even then you wouldn't say make a shvur b'shem Hashem. Again, don't take risks for nothing. Whereas there's something which a person knows he has a temptation, and he knows it's going to be a struggle. So yes, maybe the fact he makes a shvur might help a little bit. But if you're not guaranteed it's going to help, you're taking a big risk. Shvurs aren't a simple thing. Like I said, it's one of the Torah that it says about Kilo Yenaka Hashem. Hashem doesn't want to forgive a person. You put yourself into this for nothing. And therefore, like I said, even with the Rambam, who says the mitzvah to be Nishvah B'Shem Hashem, is only in the case where a person needs to make a shvur. And then if you're going to make a shvur, it's a mitzvah to say B'Shem Hashem. But to look for extra shvurs, the Gemara already says in the Dharam, that if a person says, I want to make a, a nether or a shvur, like somebody kosher would do that, that's not a nether, that kosher don't make a dharm. If it says, the kinedra then maybe the Gemara says it works. And it's the same you said. In other words, to look to make shvurs isn't something you want to do. The Ram doesn't say that it's a mitzvah to look to make shvurs. It's that if a person needs to make a shvur, so then it's a, it's a matter of saying, what I consider the ultimate MS, I have to give an example of MS, I'm considering that Hashem. Now, there's one last point. Well, the question is one last point. The Gemara says, and I want to explain where it's okay. The Gemara says that there's an Indian of Nishbayim Lakayim and Samitzah. There's an Indian to make a shvur to make a Mitzvah Shalema, we have a pastor, and to heal him. Dabra Melech says, Nishbati, Vakayim, Mitzvah, I was Nishba, I swore, and I made a promise, and I was Makayim. Nishbati, Vakayim. And therefore, the Gemara said that you see that a shvur to fulfill a Mitzvah is a good thing to do. So why do you all do that? Get up in the morning and say, Shvah, I'm going to put on Tefillin. And I'm putting on Tefillin. Shvah, I'm going to say Shema, I'm putting on Shema. And Shvah, I'm going to say Shema. Why don't we do that? And the answer is, again, we don't make Shvahs for nothing. We don't make Shvahs for nothing. The, the case of the Nishpati Vakayem to do a Mitzvah is one of two cases. Either it's in a case where, for whatever reason, a person needs Shvahs of the Mitzvah, and he can't yet do it. So the Shvah, I'm going to do it, can work as the, as the commitment that will give him Shvahs already now. We find this sometimes. For example, uh, a person 
wants the schos of a mitzvah which she can't yet do because Hashem hasn't given the ability to do the mitzvah. To say, Akadosh Baruch I'll make sure that if, you, if this happens, I'll do the mitzvah. So then, then that's already mechaev me. To a certain extent, I can have that schos of arena. But then again, it has to be something which a person's convinced he's going to do. If, he's, if there's a suffix, will he be able to do it or not? And he's choshesh, maybe he won't be able to do it. So it's not good day to make a shvur about it. It's, a person's putting himself into a situation, he might not be mechaev. Our best example of that is Yiftach. Yiftach wants to, went to war. Yiftach wanted the schos of a carbon. He had nothing in the battlefield. So he says, Hashem, the first thing which comes out of my house, I promise I'll bring us a carbon. Now again, that's a very risky shvur. You've been high yourself to do something, and you don't know what you're going to get yourself into, which is why Hashem organized it that his daughter came out of the house and then had a problem. The problem with the shvur. If a person's making a shvur, even if it's in order to get a schos, like Yiftach, he wanted a schos, he's in battle. So he needs to make the shvur something you know for sure you're going to do. The more open-ended it is, and the more the suffix you might not do the shvur, the more risky it is. So if, if Yiftach would have made the shvur, Hashem, when I, I, I have a sheep in my house, in my backyard, when I come back to my I'm going to shech that sheep. Okay, that's something which is easier to do, and it's more direct. That's something which is, maybe a, there would be a, some benefit to a shvur like that. But something which a person's risking, he doesn't know how he's going to make it, or what he's going to make it, so then there's a danger. And a shvur like that is not good to make. And therefore the same thing when it comes to being nishma l'kayim is a mitzvah. If you can do the mitzvah, there's no reason to make a shvur to make Just do it. The time to nishma l'kayim is a mitzvah is when I can't do it right now, and I want to make the schus of doing it, so then I, there's such a thing, but only in the case where a person knows he's going to do it. Because as much as there's a mailer in showing how much by showing how much you consider it MS, at the same time, there's a risk of being making chilul Hashem, being mechal Hashem Shemaim, by saying something which isn't MS. And therefore, on the one hand, it could be used as a mitzvah, but on the other hand, there's something to be aware of because it could be the opposite too.